everybody, and welcome back to Spine Chill. This is the much anticipated season 11. It's season 12! Season 12? It's season 12, yes. Uh, I'm here, John Wolf here with my co hosts, uh, Hatman and the Blonde. Who are I miss the Blonde. The purple. <laughs> Do we miss the Blonde? I think he did, did a bad job. I feel, I feel like it was easier to attack the blonde. Uh, the purple has more confidence, more security, <laughs> more strength. And now I feel like the bullying tables might get turned a little bit. Yeah, it's true. The, the purple exudes a lot more confidence than I'm used to. I'm true. a little intimidated. <sighs> I don't even need the blanket. <sighs> he, took out, he took out the flannel blanket. We know he's getting serious. <laughs> the gloves are coming off. For our audio-only listeners, Gary just w took off a blanket that he was previously holding over his shoulders. It's very cold. Powerful, UK. powerful stuff. Powerful stuff. It's yeah. a power move for <laughs> yeah. sure. Checkmate. Of all the people in the world that don't need the ego stroking, I think Gary ranks pretty highly up there. <laughs> well, uh, we have quite a quiet show for you all today. Um, there's actually not a whole lot to talk about. We have some. DBD news that just came through today when we're recording this. Hot off the presses. Hot off the presses. Um, there's a little bit of VHS. There's a little bit of prop night. And I mean, other than that, this is going to be a pretty chill episode. Um, I think the first thing we got to talk about is DBD related. We'll just, we'll just start we'll with dive DVD straight like in. always. Dive we'll straight dive straight in. in. We'll dive straight in. Um, yeah, so DBD just tweeted that they're coming out with the much anticipated solo queue icons for survivors so these are icons that show when someone's cleansing a dull totem working on a generator opening a chest and they also redid the uh, entity tentacles for the obsession which is interesting yeah it looks like it's hard to tell because in the in the picture they've shown adam's got like thick kind of almost standard entity tentacles around them and then Jeff, who's in chase, I guess, has little tiny ones. Yeah. Um, so it's hard to know exactly. Well, I, I guess that means Adam is the obsession, but Jeff is in chase. Yeah. 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 So I guess I, mean, I guess they're making separate tentacles for him being in chase. Yeah, that makes more mm, sense. Yeah. Which is good. We've uh, I mean, we've only seen screenshots, but anything is better than nothing right now. And this is something that people have been asking for for a long time. Um, I think it's going to be really good and healthy change for the game. I mean, we want to see... I mean, I'm a killer man. You guys are survivor mains. We all play the same game. Um, but I think we're all on the same page that like the solo survivor experience right now is very lacking. Um, it's very frustrating and sometimes unsatisfying. And so like any mm. tools that they can give to solo queue survivor to make it feel more... Like, not not so insurmountable yeah that's a good thing yeah, yeah. i'm, no, I'm okay, here yeah. for it i agree um i think um i mean we'll talk a bit about i mean i've seen we've, we've looked through some of the responses to the tweet which we'll talk about in a bit um but I'm, i actually think responses. this is yeah i think this is like this is my preferred option than like a ping system and other things that people have been asking for i think this is the best option because i think it keeps the con uh the chaos of dbd alive because there's a bit of information, but not too much. Where it's like solo queue becomes. If I want, if I want to, if I want all the information in the world, I'll just play Swift. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and there's like a, there is a skill gap too for being able to have the kind of awareness to 
be focusing on what you're doing in game and then also be paying attention to what your team is doing. Like mm. there's going to be, there'll be a learning curve, you know, for people to be able to pay attention to who's doing what, who's where kind of thing. It's not like it's giving you map wide bond, you know, you can't see right. physically what everybody's doing. You're going to have to still look at information and then deduce from that. Like what, you know, okay, that person's on a gen. You don't know what gen mm-hmm. that person's crouching. <clears throat> that person's crouching in a corner. You don't know what corner, you know? So yeah. it's, yeah. It, it, it doesn't. It doesn't yeah, say exactly. so. It doesn't. It doesn't show it, someone crouching in a corner. But that would be. Yeah. That would be. Well, it, it, it shows them crouching. It doesn't. It show them crouching. I saw a screenshot. I think Polly Esther tweeted. Oh, I thought that was. I thought it. that was. A, I thought that he was taking the miss. Uh, the piss. Oh, really? He might have been. I only saw it. Oh, in oh I, I thought it was a meme. I thought it was saying like he's on a generator and there's three people just crouched oh, somewhere doing crouching. nothing. Oh, I thought it was a meme. Maybe. I don't know if it is, it could be a meme, but the the point I'm I guess I was just trying to get across is you're you're not gonna have all the information, but you're gonna have more than you had before. So that's that's a good thing. Yeah, like honestly, that's I don't totally think it'll change I don't think it'll change too much about solo queue gameplay. But just enough. I think I think it'll help more with developing people's game sense a bit better. Like as they play more games and as they see more icons pop up. And they tend to see like when people usually do gens, when people are usually like you know in chase, and when to go for the save. Mm. I think that'll help slowly improve people's experiences. I I very much welcome it. They've been talking about this for a while. They announced it like a year ago or something that they were working on it. Yeah. Um, and you know, like Doug said, I think it's gonna it's gonna be great for people's game sense to have more of an idea instead of just like working on a gen and being like I don't know what everyone else is doing no idea what the rest of the match is like right now. Now yeah. you have information to go off of. It'll actually make working on gens more interesting, I think. Because if you're working on gen, you're like, what's everyone else up to? You'll be like, oh, Jeff's in a chase right now. You know, and then you'll be mm. like, Jeff's been in a chase for like 45 seconds. This is great. Or, you know, Jeff just got out of a chase. What's the killer up to now? You know, it helps yeah, you yeah. kind of keep tabs on things. And then you get to those post-game lobbies and they're like, what did you even do? You know, your score's fine. You're like, I was in chase for yeah. like three gens. <clears throat> Yeah, right. I will say, I did think... you say that they've been working on this for like a year? Well, they, I remember Peanuts, I think, was the one who showed it on like a developer stream almost a year ago. I think it was in like January. He showed it. He was like, just so you know, this is like a prototype and it's not coming anytime soon, but this is what we're working on. And he showed like a screenshot of it. Yeah. Yeah, of solo queue icons. Yeah, they've so, been, yeah. they've been kind of, they've been teasing the idea of solo My... queue buffs or. I can't. I, I, assume, I assume they've just been testing the balance of it because my programming brain is like, this does well, yeah. not take a year. I I, I don't think it's. <laughs> it, well, they they haven't literally been working on it, toiling away for a year. You know, it wasn't like mid July, and they were mm. like, "Why can't we get these icons?" Then again, then you again, know? I don't know. I don't know what the code's like at the at the foundation level, so it might be difficult for them to implement registering certain information of like someone's on a generator. They need to pass that information to everyone. It depends on how it's coded, I guess, but. Well, I assume it it was pretty much plug and play. Like, I of course I, you know, don't have any game dev experience, I, I but, so, but considering that like the challenges work off a lot of the same things that they're basing these icons on, like you know, oh, open open two chests, you know, that's like one of the challenges. So it the game knows how to detect that. So you would think it would just my that, use that, that that's for my the concern. That maybe this could have been put in a you know there was a PTB recently where they tested a bunch of things like the base kit unbreakable and the the Mori thing, they could have maybe tried this out as well. That would have just made the PTB more interesting, yeah. Yeah, just like, sure, if, you're yeah. Gonna, if you want to test out a bunch of things, like this... Yeah. It's the kind of it's the kind of thing where if my students are working on a project and they're making a... They're doing the UI, I'm like, okay, well, that would take you a weekend. What else are you going to do? 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I something is better than nothing, so I'm trying to look on like the bright side. But yeah, absolutely, this took a long time for. It's them a good to change, but it's just it's just taken too long. <laughs> and I also am a little like worried about uh, what icons are implemented because they had like the obvious ones in there. Yeah. If you work on a gen, there's an icon. If you're cleansing a tome, there's an icon. If you're working on a chest, chest, there's an icon. Or like if you're in a chase, there's an icon. Like great. But what about like um I don't know, healing or like if some some kind of like other icon for like like in a locker, can we get an icon for that? So I know when someone's just wasting their time or like wait if they're weighing out hatch and I'm the only one else in the game and I'm working on a gen and I see they're in a locker. I'd well, love that, to just that, be able to be like, well, that could be nice as well. Hatch. Like from, from from a less oh lazy, they're just in a locker thing. If I see a teammate and then suddenly I see the icon light up, they're in a locker. I will assume head on, so I might mm. be more uh, inclined to lead the killer past the locker. Yeah, that is that is a more optimistic perspective. Yeah, <laughs> that's me being positive. Yeah, they must have head on. <laughs> <laughs> At the same time, yeah. could you use powers like that? Because uh, there's always the toxic people. Yeah, I know. I think more information is 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 always better when it comes to solo yeah. queue. Yeah. It's, especially well, now with three gem is so weak, it just needs. Yeah, all the help yeah, it can yeah get. That's true. I agree completely. And it's just like you'll hear people. I'm sure they'll be pushed back, and killers will complain. Oh, no, they have all this information, but it's like but, we're dealing with swift teams constantly, anyways, right? They have more would, information when they're swiffing. So, on that right. on that note of like the three gen situation, I would quite like two new emotes for survivors on three and four. And a, yeah, I would quite like a yes and a no. Right, yeah. So you that can would... walk up to somebody about to about to finish a gen that will three gen you, and you could be like, no. Yeah, because no, like I keep going, because like you know you have to go. Come with me. Get off of the gen. Stop it. No. And yeah. ping. You're like, oh no. <laughs> yeah. And then you have to point and go. You did this. You. <laughs> you. It's all your fault. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think more that guy's in got... general. Meanwhile, that guy's got a Doja Cat blasting in his headphones. He's just like, what is this guy? What is this problem? I'm just, I'm just like, gen rushing, this bro. This is why I'm not doing anything. I'm just yeah. vibing. Get on a gen, bro. I haven't even seen the killer so far this match. What's the big deal? <laughs> <laughs> this is easy. Uh, but yeah, it was... Uh, the, the change was almost universally accepted, but... Um, the tweet where Behavior uh, showcased it today did have some funny responses, as they always do. And uh, we thought it would be fun to go through some of them. Yeah, there's some, there's some very good ones. You haven't heard these yet, have you, Doug? I haven't. No, this is all going to be new to me, so I'm ready. Let's <laughs> go. Gary's compiled his favorites in a list. Yeah, I've got, I got like a, a bunch of... Uh, you want, have you got some, John, or do you want me to just... Oh, you go, you go ahead. You go ahead. Okay. Um, I did quite like the ones where a lot of people were tweeting things online of, Finally, a way for solo queue players to know what's the Claudette self-caring in the corner of the map doing. <laughs> <laughs> there, were, there were a lot of funny ones like that. Lots of, le- lots of pessimism about what they're going to actually say. Um, there lots, was one... of like, lots of like, I can't wait to see the, my teammates' icons not light up at all because they aren't doing anything the entire match. Like when you've got Kindred and you get hooked and you, or, or, or just generally you look around and you just see no one's on generate. It's like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> what, what's everyone been doing? Um, there was one person who tweeted or responded, I hope killers will see these icons too. <laughs> what are your thoughts on that, Doug? 
Oh, yeah. I think for the audio listeners, Doug looks unimpressed. Yeah. <laughs> I... I can't, man. No, I just can't. You want the killers to see the icons too? I mean, you want the game to be even easier? I don't know, man. That's weird. That's weird. I mean, um, I personally think the killers should see the survivor auras the entire game. Truly, what, I think, be, what I think would be really good would be is if the behavior could code it to where we could actually hear the Discord call. Yes. Oh, that would be amazing. So we can, yeah. so we can hear the call outs. That's the only way to make yes. it fair, right? I yeah. agree. <laughs> Completely. Right. Um, I saw more than one response suggesting, like, his, 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 will this include Kindred Base Kit? There's surprisingly, there's a few people out there that want Kindred as Base Kit. Myself Once, included. Do you want a base kit, dog? I do. I do. I think it's uh, it's a natural thing. And you see other ASIMs are kind of going that direction. I mean, PropNight has a built-in kindred system where you can see if the killer is camping, so you know whether or not to just focus on machines or go for a save. Um, yeah. I, I And then, of course, VHS is a ping system, so if you're on the ground and the, and the monster's not leaving, you can ping the monster so people know he's still there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, I just don't, see the, I don't see the drawback to having it... Uh, it's just, again, more information that you're literally taking what survival friends teams and calls or in, in voice comms can do and say, like, killer's camping, just do gens, and you're just putting it in the game. I think that's, I think that's fine. Yeah. I don't see the problem with it. I just, I'd like, for me, I quite like when you run towards the hook for the un, uh, to, to save a teammate, and you see the kill, and you're like, oh, oh, never mind. <laughs> There's something yeah. about it, like, then you get to make a decision. Um, I don't know, like, solo queue, I kind of like the chaos, though. I think if I just knew they were camping, it'd just be like, and you know, when you bring Kindred, you get that feeling a lot. And you're like, oh, you feel that immediate defeat, uh, like deflation of knowing yeah. too much. But unfortunately, Gary, I just don't think that's the direction the game's going. I think the game's going towards the balance direction. It's going. I know. The, I know. It's removing a lot of the chaos. It's taking out a lot of the broken things. Uh, and, and sadly, it's just going to become. You wait till more... like pallets are all going to be spawned in the exact same location every time, and maps aren't going to have any RNG because it will make it balanced. They'll have symmetrical design, and we'll all be <laughs> miserable together. Yeah, dude, that's that's genuinely when I quit the game. Holy, I mean, like you would just have people memorize tile locations, and then every single game would feel exactly the same. Mm-hmm. That yeah. No, thank you. But it will become like it will become it be like Overwatch, I suppose. Where Overwatch has some of the best level design. For symmetrical competitive gameplay, um, full stop. Uh, yeah. But the but the chaos comes from the players themselves and their actual skill level. DVD can't achieve that. So it, yeah, you're no. right. It would just it would just feel the same every time. Everything would just become binary, and it would just be tile one to tile two, tile two to tile four, and just everybody would just play the exact same mm-hmm. way all the time. It's the same reason you hear that talked a lot about in the comp community, where like they should do, you know, static maps for comp, and it's like everybody in the comp community is like, well, then everybody would just be completely optimized, and it would just come down to like ping. Like if somebody right. messes up because they're paying, then all of a sudden there's an advantage. But yeah, it doesn't work in this game. Well, dystopian competitive future aside, I do agree that <laughs> these changes would be good for the game if they were to add Kindred. But I'll take the icons either way. Mm. Yeah. So I think I think they're just doing icons instead of doing base kit Kindred, which is fine. It's like a different, more interesting solution to me. Instead of just seeing the auras, the game allows you to kind of piece it together. It's like... Oh, somebody's on hook. My other two teammates are on gens. I go for the save. You know, yeah. it's on you to put that information together. Which so like, I like that there's, more. There's a, and, and, I, and I, that's what I like about it is like there's not that much difference because like for example, when someone does get hooked and you hear a gen pop, in my brain, the person that just finished the gen 
it's now their job to go get the unhook. Because mm-hmm. they said, I'm not on a gen anymore, I finished it. Right. So that's how my brain works in the game, but then so- you'd be surprised how other players feel about it. They just go do another gen and leave the person to die, but you know. I mean, yeah, solo queue is, uh, is a big gamble. There's so many times where, like, I'm injured and my teammate is in, one of my teammates is injured and we're, like, working on a gen together and our full health teammate is, like, crouching in the corner while somebody's mm-hmm. unhooked and it's like, well, you're going to go for the unhook because we're injured. Yeah. So you go do it. <laughs> you know, don't. it's like, and then they don't. Yeah. But hopefully, uh, I, like we said, I, th- I hope that these icons will help people understand more of what's going on in the match that they're in. I think it will be good for new players. Yeah. That's where I think it will really have a strength. Exactly. I don't think yeah. it will affect higher MMR matches, but I think at lower MMR it will help a lot. Well, uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm, we're all probably in the, the higher to even higher mid MMR, maybe on the lowest end of the spectrum, but uh, for, for both roles. But yeah, I think even then there's people in there that don't really know what they're talking about. Don't really oh, know what they're yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah. So this will hopefully help. Uh, of course, great... people could just completely ignore it. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Um, there is a great tweet of someone who doesn't think that behavior have gone far enough. Would you like to hear this <gasps> one? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, read it, Gary. <laughs> this is a good step for improving solo queue experience that will make teams work like they are teams, but is not enough. Survivors have only one objective that makes them progress in game gens. And gens are extremely boring, especially, oh, especially at 90 seconds. Gens need to be reworked. Objectives for survivors can't be stand still for 90 seconds doing nothing, but press a button. For boring stuff, we have jobs. <laughs> Games are supposed to be funny, so add new mechanics, slash enjoyable objectives, and reduce gen times, or add another game mode. What? <laughs> <laughs> they just completely went off the rails there. <laughs> just started rambling. They were just like, solo queue icons. What about the gens? What like, about imagine, the gens like, a new game mode? I love that they saw that picture and like, where's Capture the Flag? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shirtless Felix when? <laughs> Thoughts? <laughs> I did, my favorite part is when they said, for boring stuff, we have jobs. <laughs> we have jobs for that. Yeah. Working on a I mean, gen. Lo- imagine if your gen was like holding down your left mouse button. <laughs> yeah, I've always I've always liked the idea of having like silly game modes to break up the monotony. You know, it's like we have one game mode now and it's we only we don't have a ranked in pubs, it's all just one place like one one playlist, right? Mm. And so yeah, I've always thought the idea of like silly game modes would be really fun and you know they could do like other games do Overwatch has an arcade mode and you know Fall Guys has like weekly silly games that are just like something different. Um I think that the argument always comes down to like splitting the player base and affecting queue times more. My whole thing is like, I think it's great. And I think it's something that I would love to see. And I think that everybody would universally enjoy it. But I think that blizzard or blizzard, but I think behavior won't take the risk. Mm. Like they don't really, they're they're The thing is maybe if their play, if their player count was really bleeding out and they needed something to get people excited about the game, they would do it. But like, as they continue to churn new players in and they can continue to release chapters that bring in, bring a lot of returning players back. Like it's just the risk reward, I think for behavior as a business, like isn't there for them to really go through the effort of taking resources that they could spend on the, the main game and putting it on like a sub game. Do you know mm. what I would be interested to see uh, as a separate game mode? No perks, no MMR mode. Yeah. Really? 
I was thinking just pure chaos mode. I was thinking it would. I would love an alternate game mode where there's no gens, and it's like hide and seek mode basically where everything's just chases and as killer you either kill all the survivors or some of them live and like maybe there's a i don't know a time limit could be how they do it you know it'd be mate oh you know how you could make that work you could make it so you've got to go find chests and in the chests there's keys and you've got open hatches mm. that you gotta go find as well hmm yeah that could be that would be cool and they'd have to make it so, like, you know, you can't run distortion or I don't know. Oh, to make it no just perks. Stuff like that. Well, I, I think, I think. Well, no, I was just going to say, what if, they did, cool. what if they did random perks? Oh. See, a random, be cool? a perk randomizer would be so fun. Yeah. Yeah, that would be cool. I, I think there's definitely some potential there. And they could, you know, the game modes could just be like a special event thing. Like, during their Bone Chill event, they could bring in an extra game mode. I mean, Rainbow Six Siege does this all the time. They'll have, yeah. like, a special holiday mode. And then after the holiday event is gone, the mode's gone, too. So it's not permanent. But it's, like, a fun little thing that they bring in to, you know, like you said, break up the monotony, Doug. So I think yeah. that's a good idea. Yeah, I want it to be something to... that won't take away from them. Because, like, the reason that I've said, for example, no perks, just no MMR mode. Because the sweaty people will get nothing out of it. There'll be no yeah. reason to be, like, unfun. And it doesn't mean behave you've got to build something. I don't think it would split the player base that much. And I'd be quite interested to see, if it did split the player base, what kind of divide it would see. Yeah, It could also I be, no perk mode could be something interesting for newer players to, like, kind of get their feet wet with just general gameplay. Because they mm. don't have that many perks unlocked anyway. And maybe they could earn, like, blood points that way to move on to the next game mode to the so maybe that's one. how you yeah you can play no perk mode so you can get blood points to unlock perks so that you can go into the sort of ranked mode i guess it would become because that's where i would put yeah. mmr yeah. still um but i love i love the idea of hide and seek mode yeah that'd yeah. be fun same and they could, do, they could some... do that for halloween next year oh that'd be so good yeah. especially if you limit the killer choice for it you make it mm. scary killers make it Ghostface, Myers. Oh. Yeah, 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 that'd be cool. And the, the killer could be, even if you don't own the killer, you could play them during the event or something like that. Mm. I don't know, these are great ideas that Behavior's not paying us to come up with, so... Yeah, and nor will they do. It's taken them a <laughs> yeah. year to put, like, little icons on when they're working on a generator. <laughs> I know what we're going to get next Halloween. We're going to be kicking pumpkins again and doing special yeah. generators with little lights uh, on, on them. For sure. <laughs> There were, um, before we move, because I think we're on, we're about to move off of this topic. Mm. There was one other thing about the screenshot that I wanted to point out, which I thought was quite interesting, which was noticed in the comment section as well. Um, so it's on Eerie of Crows, the screenshot, and the door and window on the on the I guess on the right hand side. I guess if you look at it from where the front if would you're be facing it, yeah. Um, they've been swapped. Mm -hmm. um, so that very strong window now becomes a weak window. Which yeah. I, uh, I Which would be good. interested to, especially to hear Doug's perspective because he's like obviously killer. Okay, I'm I'm but sorry. Me and John I, I briefly. Got, oh, I got distracted because I have to switch my headset battery. So oh, give me one uh, second and then re-ask me the question because <laughs> my brain can only focus on one thing at a time. That's, that's absolutely fine, Doug. <sighs> well, I mean, I'll, I'll go no, ahead John, and get go. my opinion. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, think yeah, it's, I think it's well. a great change. Of course, anyone who watched our map tier list season knows that I am very anti-eerie of crows. I hate the map. 
a small part of it is that window. Small Which I part think is of it. Completely reasonable. Because currently, I mean, I go for that window every time I play Survivor. I don't Me feel too. good about it because it's not interesting. But it's it's like the closest thing we have to the old Ironworks window in the game currently. You vault the window and then you have a long, long wall that you can immediately turn left into. And then the killer just has to follow you. Yeah. There's no doubling back. There's no tactics. They just follow you until you come around and you vault the window again. And they've switched the window with the breakable wall now. So now you can't do that. You take a left yeah. after the window. That's exactly where a doorway the is. The, take yeah, a right. the killer will have enough time to catch up with you. Right. Yeah, you, you take a right and there's a door a little bit further anyway. So the, the loop becomes much shorter. So I think that's a great change. Mm. So, All right, so what was your, what was your question? Uh, so I don't know if you noticed in the new area, of, in that picture that Behavior tweeted out, um, the door and window on the right-hand side of main have been swapped around. The breakable door and that really strong window where you can turn to the left and have a really long loop. Mm. They've been swapped around. I wonder what your, what your thoughts on that would be. I don't know. I, I'm going to need to try it first and see like how it feels because I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not like really all that. I've never really thought that that window was all that strong. Like, I never really have issues with that window. So for me, it's kind of one of those like, okay. Like, mm. that's not the issue. The, the fact that the map is 10 miles wide, has an insane main <laughs> building with the upstairs, downstairs. Every tile around the building is safe. Like, that's more the reason why Eerie feels bad to me, not one window. So, again, it's like a minor thing, and I will I look forward to testing it out. But I don't, I don't know. To me, it's not that big of a deal. <clears throat> well, I will also assume that with that window change comes other changes to Eerie. Or maybe not yes. just Eerie, to other maps as well. I'm so it's hoping kind of, so. I think I think it's also representative of like some potential changes that could be interesting. Well, because a lot of the comments on this are like um, a lot of killers being like, "So you're buffing solo queue, killer buff," um, and I think you know that'd be a terrible idea. But I would like to see some maps reworked to feel fairer. Yeah, so Garden of Joy, like Eerie of Crows. There's a handful of other ones. Just delete Badum. Um, but you know, I think. <laughs> It would be nice to see a bit more, like, more focus on the maps. Because they're, like, they're a bit like, you know, Batman, the main character's Gotham. I think mm -hmm. people underestimate how in DBD, the main character is kind of the maps. Because they they dictate the RNG of what you're going to get, what kind of tiles you're going to yeah, have. Yeah, true. Um, so I would like more focus on those maps. It's funny, too, because... Um... Wow, when did they do the big map rework where they like shrunk a lot of them? They they got rid of a lot of the oh, god now. windows and they shrunk the maps down a little bit. Like they they made them all smaller because mm. that didn't happen too long ago. I'm wonder I'm wondering like do we already need another rework like that just across the board? I I, I think a lot of there's just a handful of maps that just need a rethink about where some of their windows are placed, where doors are, especially breakable doors. I would love to see more killer shacks have the break. I think I maybe mentioned this in the... Oh, and the dead um, dog. And, yeah, uh, the dead dog one's like one of my favorite killer shacks because it's got that breakable door. And yeah. I don't know why other maps don't get it. Right. Because it's, it's a nice touch. It shuts down. I know that killer shacks are really nice loop, but it's it doesn't ruin it. I, yeah. I feel. I, yeah, yeah. I, I'm in the same boat. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. A lot of the time, like, the, if the killer chooses to break the door, it's it gives the survivor an opportunity to go, I'll leave. And the door's gone when you are mm -hmm. looping it. You just play it slightly differently. It's still strong. It's just... Yeah. That window angle is not as yeah, it's good. Just, 
Yeah, it's just a it's just a long wall now instead of mm. uh, like a L wall, which is fine. So you I don't, don't get... necessarily want them all to be the same as Dead Dog's Breakable Door. I would like to see more variants on different mm. maps. I, I can imagine a Breakable add... Door opposite the window. I think they should add a window opposite of the other window. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This no. is where the killer man on the podcast says, hold on. Give me a second, Mr. Wolf. Just see if you're paying attention. Yeah. For the uh, audio-only listeners, I just aged five years. <laughs> Imagine if Doug had like, stopped listening to us and went, yeah, 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 whatever. Yeah, yeah, just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just add a second window. Yeah, sounds good, man. Third window, maybe. Let's go. No. Yeah, third window. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I was going next with. Third window. It should be all doors. There should be a pallet yeah. on both doors. If we could remove all doors, make them windows, and then take bamboozle out of the game, that would be yeah. Yeah. peak. <laughs> peak balance. Legion players would be like, game. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we don't care about the legion players here gary that's cap. that's cap. But happy birthday to yeah, so. <laughs> happy birthday oh. that's so funny oh my god um but yeah good sign that maybe the maps are also getting a bit of a rework in whatever upcoming is it gonna be like a mid-chapter update soon or something maybe because it's been a while hasn't it yeah i assume though the night came out uh, over a month ago now, I think. I know. So oh. It's crazy. So yeah, the mid-chapter actually is coming up pretty soon, yeah. So I'm wondering if that might be a, a nice time to maybe change some of the maps up that survivors are continually dragging killers to at the moment. Mm. Ormond, RPD, Eerie, Garden of Joy. I One. can't play killer at the moment. I feel... I'm playing, I played solo queue today. Like, half of my matches were survivors dragging them to Ormond. <laughs> Oh, for wintry uh, festivities, yeah. Ma yeah, maybe it's because they're just feeling festive, but it felt a little more like they just wanted the killer to suffer a little bit. <laughs> I, I mean, I assume it would be for snowmen, but yeah, who knows? People are sweaty out there. Sadists. Sadists, yeah. Well, that was fun talking for half an hour about one screenshot, the DVD. Seriously. <laughs> we get ready and we're like, we won't make spend much time on DVD. It's just the one screenshot. And then here we are. It's because we, we spoke about a bunch of other fun stuff as well. Like true. games yeah. and stuff. Yeah, true. That's yeah, what we, we do. We spent time not getting paid coming up with gold ideas for behavior to implement. Or not to implement, really. Wait, behavior doesn't pay you guys? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you guys That's are getting cap. paid? That's cap. I get org <laughs> I get org cells. That's it. Hey, that's that's a form of payment. Mm. True, real. I had to I had to buy org cells recently because I wanted to buy Mega Christmas sweater and I didn't have enough. Mm. Wah, I bought wah, some. Wah. So I need that Yoon Jin jumper. I had to buy some. I was like, I just I need the jumper. I need the jumper. I need that jumper. That sweater. Uh. Well, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much DVD. Like, I don't think there's anything else. If we talk about anything else regarding DVD, we're just going to be rehashing everything we said in the, like, the last two episodes. So. Yep, 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 yep. We'll probably have more to talk about next week when we've all actually played the game a couple times. So. Yeah, yeah. We actually haven't been playing the game as much. None of well, us. That, well, we haven't well, been well, playing the game much. And the reason why I haven't been playing the game much is that VHS got an update. Oh, and I, I, really, I really wish you joked and just went, I've quit asymmetrical horror. <laughs> no, no, no. That's not even funny. That breaks my heart to even think about. No. VHS got a new event. It got a new teen. It got a, a double XP weekend. And it got a in-game preview of the new monster, the Anomaly. So I've been spending a lot of time on VHS lately. That's why I haven't been playing DVD. Tell us all about it. Tell us all about it. Field reporter Doug. 
Oh, am I? Oh, yeah. I'll go. So uh, they added a Christmas event, which initially did not see much of a player base surge. Um, basically, they added in what's called a community, and it's like a Christmas tree that they put in a common area in the map. And mm. both the teens and the monsters are able to decorate the community tree. And so what happens is the monster can go around. Gary, stop making those faces. It's awesome. I really hate that as a name for it. It's good. It's good. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. It just sounds yeah. gross. A pun in the title of your stream every day for like <laughs> a whole year. And you hate community. <laughs> it's great. It's great, what Gary. What can I say? I'm, I'm strange. Bah humbug from Gary. Hypocrite. Right, so <laughs> basically, <laughs> as the monster, you go around and you see there's these like, they're like, I don't know what they're, I don't remember what they're called, but they're like presents. They're bigger presents and they have like a, of kind of like a purple fire aura coming off of them. And they're basically cursed presents or whatever. And so you slap those and you'll get one of the decorations and you go up. And when you're in range of the tree, it throws the decorations on the tree. Meanwhile, mm. the teens have to go find little presents that they open through a series of the in-game skill checks. And then they get a, they get a, a decoration then they can go and they have to actually manually put it on the tree. You get a you get points experience points uh, for each one of the decorations you put up, and then if you fully decorate the tree, you get a big you know chunk of points. Um, and again, it's both sides that can do it. I will say that I've heard some pushback on social media, and I kind of agree with it that it's a lot easier to decorate the tree as monster because all you have to do is M one the tr the present and then walk up to the tree and it does it. Whereas for the teen, you have to go open the present, which takes time. Then you have to replace whatever in-game item you have with the, the decoration, which takes time. Then you got to walk all the way over to the tree and then you have to press F. And if you're, if you're interrupted, like if you're in your, if there's like a, any sort of a, an interrupt, like a, a person right. takes a hit or a werewolf does a howl, you also can't do the decoration. So it's just like, you can literally decorate the tree while you're being hit with a weapon as monster. So is it, it is, it's like a, it's like a teen nerf kind of to do it all, all jokes. Right. Aside, so. Yeah. Which, which happens in like most of these games, like DVD has the same problem when they did events like it gives the survivors something else to go do. Yeah. And it's, they're off gens, yeah. but the, but the, but the killer just has to hook you on an event hook and they're good. Yeah. Right? Indeed. Yeah. Same deal. Right. I was going to ask, is the bonus points, is that for survivors and oh, sorry, teens and the monster? Like if yeah, everyone, game so, ones, so yeah. if everybody does the tree, so the, so the monster is somewhat, you know, for example, uh, encouraged to let the teens decorate it. I don't, I don't know. I'm, I really wish I had paid more attention. I don't think you get, I assume the big so. Bonus. Cause like if it's named, I don't think you get, I don't, I don't, I just don't know if you get the big bonus unless you actually contributed though. I have to, mm. I have like, to test yeah. it. I was just wondering, I was just wondering if like, it is something that all the players do together. I think you have to bonus participate. Together. I think you actually have to participate to get the bonus, but I will have to test that. But can the, can the so, teams do it without the monster? Yeah. You can fully decorate it without the monster. Okay. That's kind of if a shame actually. It, I kind of yeah. wish that everyone had to get together a little bit. <laughs> yeah, because I've definitely gotten the tree fully decorated against a monster who is certainly not feeling the Christmas spirit. Uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, so then um, all those, all the decorations, each one you, you put on adds to a, a running total. And the first goal is like 150,000. And I think this morning when I looked, it was like at 138 or 140,000. So we're almost through the first goal. And then it's just going to continue. You get rewards, you get in-game cosmetics, you get That's stickers, cool. you get icons they're all christmas themed so yeah pretty neat uh the new teen is reggie he's a genius class uh his perks are pretty mediocre but they're more they're obviously targeting solo queue players because they're stuff like as more teens on the team die your crafting speeds get faster 
Um, I'm trying to think of what the other ones do. There's one that makes it so you hold progress. If you if you get pushed off a table, you hold more of the progress on that table if you come back to it later after crafting on a different table. Mm. And then I'm trying to remember what the third one is. The sad thing is, like, I've been playing nonstop VHS and still, like, the perks are, are mid enough that I really can't even, like, fully remember. I won't ever run them. Right. Like, as a person who they plays sound, They end. sound like something that I would run, though, admittedly. Yeah. Those, yeah, those are the yeah, things definitely. that frustrate me when I play. Yeah, and mm-hmm. if you're a solo queue player, you know, it's definitely something that could oh there's one that makes less sound you make less sound on the crafting table if you're le- if you're if people are dead so it's like the the level one is 20 percent. if everybody else is dead you get like 20 percent less sound range that's what it was yeah so mm. i don't remember what it was when it's fully low but basically it's just like they're like solo queue giga chad four stigma guy is probably going to enjoy those those perks because they're going to make it easier for you to kind of take the game into your own control in your own hands and you don't really have to worry about teammates. So not a, I mean, it's a neat, it's a neat idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, you know, again, I think it's a good idea for them to focus on the solo queue experience as well. I think that's yeah, to yeah, add yeah, perks yeah. that will encourage people to want to play solo queue. I mean, like true solo queue is the bread and butter of all of these ASIM games. Like true. They're the ones you want. True. Yeah. Yep. The majority player base is going to want to play solo queue usually in these games. Right. So yeah, it's cool. And then again, like, what VHS has is it's like calling card is just how well they focus on competitive balance and making the game super balanced and super fair. And so um, for them, I'm, I'm sure throwing perks in the game isn't as easy as, you know, a game where maybe balance isn't as important. You know what I mean? Cause like they have to actually really look at like at a macro level, what this perk is going to do to the overall meta. And they've been, again, people complain about the the pace at which they release new content, but given how much care they put into their content, it makes sense to me that yeah, they have there's, to really... there's, there's a reason I describe it as the most balanced ASIM game. It just is by yeah, a fair yeah. mile. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, again, I've, I've got 250 ish hours at this point. I think maybe more. I can't remember. I played so much this week, but um, I have maybe, I could definitely count on one hand the amount of times that I was like, well, that was BS. You know what I mean? And like, <laughs> yeah, you, know, you, can, you can get that on a single DVD stream. So, yeah, yeah. True. You can't get that a single match yeah, most yeah. of the time. Well, that was that was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, so. so yeah, so the new team is dope, and he also is he's just really cool. I mean, again, they they, they looks put cool. so much they put so much time and care into their the aesthetics of the game. It's got that '80s vibe, and the the graphics are super neat. And Reggie's super cool. I've already got him up to like mid level 40s, I think. So I'm kind of kind of playing him a ton right now. And he's got good cosmetics, and he's just it's just really cool. Yeah. And then the last thing that's notable is that they, so they're opting instead of doing a PTB like DVD does, um, what VHS has done is taken the new monster and just play, plugged him into the base game, but he's only available in their new custom mode. So you can try him out, check out his perks, see how his abilities work, um, kind of letting the community test him for them before they release him into the wild. And, um, I hadn't actually tried it because I'm so I was so focused on grinding XP. But before the podcast today, Gary and I jumped in and we both took turns playing around with the anomaly a little bit. And Gary, since I've been talking for like 20 minutes straight, I'd love to hear what your thoughts are on the new monster, the anomaly. Uh, the anomaly, I'll str- my the first thing that's it's very striking, and I think everyone kind of lit up seeing it. It's one of the yeah. most visually stunning monsters, killers, anything's that I've seen in any game for a while. Like I think visually. I was saying just before the podcast, like, it's almost too good to be in VHS, because it's like, not to to shit talk VHS from a visual style, it's just like, it's so, it looks like it belongs in dead space, 
Like it looks so good. It does look like um, a Dead Space like monster. It, it'd be yeah. too. It, yeah, it looks. It look be too good for DVD as well. Like it just looks like a really. It's a credit to them. It's a really cool looking design. It's got like its mouth has got like two hands underneath it. It looks um, really cool. Yeah. Yeah, like Same. it's it's its chest has like three dog skulls screaming out of it. Oh, it looks amazing. It's got like a face in its crotch area where it's got like four crab legs. That it, oh, it just looks crazy cool. Yeah, um, it does. Yeah, it's really well animated as well. I've got to say, like, just everything about the way it looks is cool. Um, I think its abilities. So it, it, so it's like as Doug says, it's like it's like inspired by the thing. Um, so it can transform and look like other survivors, other teens. Sorry, um, which right. I think is a very. It's something that we've a lot of people have always wanted in DVD. Like I think yeah. people wanted the Legion to be that. Um, so it's yeah, nice well, to finally see it. They kind of teased that with Legion's original trailer because originally he's just like another survivor, and then he puts yeah, the he's like sitting next to David, kills. isn't he? And then David yeah. looks back, and it's stabbing. and he's the Legion, he's stabbing David, and everybody's like, yeah. he's gonna be a killer that pretends to be a survivor. Well, and then it turned out, has that yeah. now. Then it yeah. turned yeah. out that he he's just a guy that makes you mend for the entire game. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had a match against the Legion earlier. They dragged us to uh, Dead Dog, and I just. It was Thana, dead dog, and it was a legion that was hit and running everyone in frenzy. I was like, oh, I just, just, I, yeah, on first right. took, I gave up. I was like, oh, this is going to be forever, yeah. this match, going to be miserable. Um, yep. But, happy birthday, um, Tataru! <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, like, I think the fact that it can look like other teens is very interesting because the, the game already has that kind of built in a little bit anyway, doesn't it? Because at the start, you, as, yeah. as the monster, you start off disguised as a teen and then you have 15 seconds to appear next to someone and give them a bit of a jump so i like that that's built into its mechanic uh it's other two abilities one again we're going to use dvd as a reference it's got like a bit like a spirit vibe right doug is that how you would describe it yeah yeah so his q he's able to he like goes invisible and untrackable and he also can't hear see or hear anything and then um when he comes out of his q it puts around like a goop circle and if it hits the teen they're for a short time they're immobile they're they're slower and they're unable to like use any abilities or any items or anything mm. like that so it's going to be it's going to be one of those things kind of like similar to the play style of the spirit where you know they're not going to see you you're not going to see them um and you're going to have to kind of deduce where they go there was one time when gary and i were playing where i was able to predict that he was going to double back and i was able to get a goop hit but then on the flip side, there was a time that I predicted he was going to vault when he didn't, and I lost the chase. So mm. it is going to, it's going to, at least, I mean, at my ability level and, you know, and the, you know, day one, minute one, it feels like there's going to be a lot of coin flips, a lot of 50 50s, a lot of mind game opportunities back and forth. Which is not a bad thing, because um, like DVD's no. built on those for the most part and yeah, pretty good. Um, I, I will say, like, visually, there's like a particle effect when it's teleporting, uh, which is like a, pink spray kind of coming out of the ground it looks mm. a little textureless so i don't know what the final product obviously it's only in custom yeah. games so it's not finished but i'd be intrigued to see well, what that looks like as its final implementation and that's just where he's it just it, it only it only has that animation like where he started the queue right where he started the, the uh it looked like it yeah it, it, it looked a little like it was a bit inconsistent at the moment sometimes i could see it when you were closing in and other times not so it's really hard to yeah. know which what way it wants it to be well, I'll say this: if if you can see where I'm teleporting during the teleport, it's probably very weak because then the the teen's going to have all the counterplay options to like move and be in the different spot, mm. um, and they're going to be able to know where you're coming from. I don't know. But for the most to... part, in VHS, I mean, I'm not really one to look at the monster when I'm 
being chased. That could be because I'm not high MMR in that game at all. But yeah. it never feels like there's a need to look behind me. It's more of like, it's not like there's a Huntress hatch that's going to come at me. It's more, where is my direction? Where am I going? Because I'm not going to get to it. It's very difficult to loop in that game. So I'm looking more for like, how, where can I not mess up a teammate or, you right. know? Yeah. Um, but there's one final ability where <laughs> at the moment it dips into the ground, which is a bit weird. Um, but it has like a sonar ability. Yeah, it starts on the outskirts of the map and it brings itself inside and it reveals everybody, every teen on the map. So you'll you'll get the further teens will be revealed sooner, obviously, and it moves very slowly. So it's going to be more of like a of a like a macro game, like mm-hmm. knowing where people are at. Every every monster has um, an ability similar to that, a tracking mm-hmm. ability. Yeah, and then they have a defensive ability. And then they have a um, a chase ability. Now yeah. the 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 um, the anomaly doesn't seem to have a, a defensive ability because his defensive ability is to like turn into a teen. Now when you turn into a teen, and you take a hit, you're struck with a weapon. You don't lose a stigma for that. It just it's basically like getting stunned. You come out of your you come out of your your doppelganger or whatever. And then I think there's 1.5 seconds of of where you're not able to do anything, you're not. I don't know if you're able to move or not. We didn't test it. There's, there's something else we should have tested as well. Exactly. I wonder if when you're in your spirit teleport mode, how vulnerable you are. Yeah, I don't think you're vulnerable to getting hit. I can't imagine that, but we'll test it. We'll test yeah. further and report back next week. But um, I know for a fact I read that in the doppelganger mode, if you take a, if you're struck with a weapon, you don't lose a stigma. You just come mm. out of it. You come out of your doppelganger effect and have a 1.5 second like refresh cooldown before mm. you can start using abilities again. I was so. just wondering if the the spirit teleport speed thing because you go 100 percent extra speed, right? It's like Something quite like fast. That, yeah. I wonder that's maybe the defensive technique as well to be like I can use escape it to get with out. This. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure people yeah. will use it to escape as well as. Or you can use it to like you know escape, but also kind of double back round to try and catch people out. Yeah, their weapons. Sure. I, I think the anomaly seems really interesting and as I say visually one yeah. of the best things I've seen in an asymmetrical game for a while yeah and I can't wait for them to get the get the anomaly out because again coming coming back all the way to the beginning of the discussion the the event coupled with the double XP has seen the player base surge to an extent I mean we're talking about we're not talking about a surge surge we're talking about like you know 60 to 100 players has become 250 to 300 players yeah. 300 plus during peak times middle of the night dead time still 120 150 people were before it was 50 60 it was like, very worrying not, to see the game yeah. at like 60 like yeah yeah yes, and that's not that's not nothing that's not nothing to see more people coming back and mm. the product they're getting when they come back is pretty good the game feels pretty good right now so um i'm hoping that we'll see something that i don't know if, if the hellbent devs listen to the podcast but if the, you guys Hi. are out there if you guys are out there um more double xp weekends please like that was yeah. such such a uh and again i stream the game a lot throughout the weekend it was such a motivator for people to go out and grind and play um it got a lot of people back into the player base you know the grind when you're playing a game where queues can get up to 10 to 15 minutes like the grind feels extra extra difficult so um having that you know sort of incentive to keep playing i mean it's what worked on me i don't know if it works mm. on everybody but i i know i saw a lot of the same people and people were pretty excited on socials you know hey i finally maxed out some of my monsters because of the double xp so and if the devs Huge. are here just one last thing uh make doug a rewinder <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. I, I applied when they when they did the open applications. I applied, but um, one of the devs came in my stream the other day, and uh, you know he just happened in. and He was like, "Hey, what's up?" was like raging out at the time. <laughs> no, no, I was actually I was actually just having the time of my life and saying a bunch of good things about VHS. So I dodged the bullet. No, but, uh, <laughs> and then yeah, and and he didn't know who I was. He was like, "This is my first time." You know, I didn't know you played VHS kind of thing. So I mean, I don't know if they now they're aware of who I am and they're aware of the channel. So you know, I'm, I'm going to continue to do what I've been doing and talk positively about the game and push people to try it since it's free to play and still be critical, still be honest. When he asked right. me what my biggest complaints were, I told him, you know, the queue times are pretty obscene sometimes. And he told me uh, unofficially that they have something in play that they're working on to alleviate the queue issue. So yeah. I don't know if that just means they're going to release the anomaly and then for like a month we'll have good queues. And then, but I mean, <laughs> either way I'll take it, but either way, yeah. You know, that's really, and it, it really does come down to just that. My only actual complaint about the game is the queue times because the, the game itself is solid and tight. You know, it's really fun to play. It's got a lot of content to grind. It's a, you know, it's, I think that with the proper promotion and the proper, you know, measures that they take to kind of boost it up, it could easily be the number two ASIM. It's quality enough. It's great. It's just a matter yeah. of getting, they have to get people playing the game. Cause right now there's just not, even when you're having this like huge event and it's like the best the game's been and there's double XP and you're still only hitting three, 350 concurrence. That's, that's great comparatively, but like, mm. is that, yeah. I don't think that's where they want to be. So. True. It is a, sh yeah. it is a shame. Well, cause the game is well designed. It mm. is. But it's I'm just not getting that DVD player base. The game also hasn't really been promoted much and from from what i've heard this is just you know what people in my stream chat have said they're waiting until they fully release the game to really do a big marketing push so who knows yeah. what's going to happen if anything will when that day occurs when they fully release the game and it's out of early I mean, access and they do their big marketing push who knows like that could coincide with the console release like it could be a big Big splash. I hope so because that's the only thing that I could see them waiting out that's, for. Because aside from yeah. that, release it. If you if you're not if you yeah. not if there's no plans for console, they, if there's no deal with Sony or something coming right. up or the Xbox Game Pass or something, just release it because it's doing yeah. it no favors. I agree. I never even yeah. thought about that, but that's actually really really smart, John. Like that maybe that's why they're postponing and pushing it in early access so long. Is that because that's what I've I've been saying that for months. Like if this game had cro console crossplay, it'd be blown up. Because yeah. we Evil Dead still has a good player base, you know. I mean, every mm -hmm. Predator, Predator Hunting Ground still has an active player base. It's if you put right. a game on Game Pass, you put a game on console, and it's free to play either through Game Pass, PlayStation Plus, or just free to play like VHS is. Mm. It's gonna get players, and console players are fiercely loyal when they pick a game up. Like they'll play that game forever. Mm. So, very yeah. true. And that's what I get in my chat when I'm streaming too. Is like, oh, I wish I could play it, but I'm on console. I literally get. 10 to 20 comments every time I stream it. If this was on yeah. console, I'd be playing it right now. So again, if you guys are listening, Hellbent, and that's not something that you're taking active measures on, that would be my suggestion. I think that's the, like the yeah. single biggest thing holding VHS back, yeah, is yep. being PC only at the moment. Yeah. I will say also, like um, that new killer, like you guys said, is really impressive looking. And I think it's funny that VHS and Prop Night both came out with killers that are, in my opinion, better designed and better looking than the newest killer in DVD. 
Yeah, I agree. I, I, I agree strongly. And I think that what DVD suffered from is a case of trying to do too much. And like both the, I feel like the, the VHS monster and the new problem night killer are both very simple. Like they're very, yeah. it's very simple. Simple easy. is like, better. I, I, yeah. I think one of the best killers in DVD is Huntress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Best, one of the best designs. She's so simple yeah. to understand from both sides. She throws hatchets and the hatchets yeah. are so fun. There's a reason she's the, I think the, it's the highest pick rate of any killer. Yeah. It's like 8% or something like that. And she's Which very I, simple. I haven't I seen, seen her for a while. I saw, I, I saw her three weeks. times today. I was so happy. Oh, okay. I had, yeah. I had three today. I was really happy. I like nice. playing against hundreds that don't hold their hatchets up at the hook. As long as they play normal, I love yes. playing against yeah, hundreds. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Yeah, I miss the old five eerie hatchet huntress that just stood on the hill with the with the hatchet trained, ready for the unhook. Yeah, good times, good times. Yeah. yeah, but I I haven't run against a huntress in in They're weeks. Now. It might be over a month. I didn't see a Wesker wow. today. Really? But I saw three huntresses. So maybe think maybe the tides are changing again. Maybe the power the board of the Wesker. Power. Yeah, the oh, power I mean, dynamic in, in DVD is shifting. I, <laughs> I have been saying this on stream lately. I love playing against Wesker players now. They're so fun. Like, I know there was, I went, we, we went through a couple weeks there, I think, where I was be on the podcast and I'd be like, oh, the hitbox. Uh, I feel so bad now. Uh, oh, and all that stuff. Yeah, but I, I really like playing against Wesker now. He's one of my favorite killers to play against. I, th it's I think it's because, because there were so many Weskers, you would forget how well the other matches went. Because I, I think I was doing the exact same thing. But the ones where you get kind of that bullshit hit, you'd be like, oh, I hate Wesker because it was like every match yeah. was one of a Wesker. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you, start to forget, you start to forget about all the bad hits when you don't play against them every other game or seven mm -hmm. out of ten games, right? Yeah. 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 Any that's the whole thing is DVDs like they're the variety for playing Survivor is all in the killer pick. You yeah. know, Survivor is very binary. You go in, do gens, loop, get out. But what changes the way you play the game is what killer. So it doesn't matter if it's your favorite killer to play against. Seven games in a row is like too much of the same. You just get bored. Yeah. yeah. You know? So. And, and there's, there are a few things like Wesker from a survivor perspective, when you get him to charge and you fake the window, yes. he jumps over it. Oh, oh it's the best. It's my favorite thing. Yeah. It's, from it's the like, Olay play. It's my favorite. On, a, on, on the circus Crotus Pren one, that window on the second floor. Or they fall down. I'm just like they're not going to walk up the stairs again for me, are yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. They're, just gonna <laughs> run away, they're walking off. Bye. They're going to go look. They're going to go check the gens or something now. I'm going to go on this generator now. See you later. <laughs> yeah, I love making them vault on their on their second M2 on the window. It's so funny. Wesker was before the night, right? Yes. Yeah. Because I would say Wesker is one of their strongest additions. The be best killer they released this year. Like Definitely, in terms yeah. of, I'd agree, yeah. I'd agree with that. Yeah, um, for sure. And it's, it's it's just it's so strange to have the best of this year followed so swiftly, dramatically by one of the worst killers. Full yeah. yeah, yeah. But you know, on the, you know, on the on the plus side, you know, VHS and Prop Night just released. I think arguably their their coolest killers. Mm. Um, yeah. So and and that's not the only release that Prop Night has had. I was about to say, actually. speaking of Prop Night. Yeah, oh. I can't believe I can't. I honestly, but like I think episode three or something like that, I was like, we're never going to talk about Prop Night again on this <laughs> podcast, and we've talked about it, I think every week for arguably for the it's the number two ASIM horror game at the moment. Arguably, yeah. yeah. Um, they came out with a new survivor actually, Michelle, just out of nowhere with no no, no fanfare. fanfare or anything like because that's how they do things over on Prop Night. They're just like. <laughs> 
there's a new character now. <laughs> so Michelle, um, she what's her cool. ability? She, uh, her she ability has... is flip, where right. Michelle makes a quick flip, becoming immune to any debuffs. So, so Prop Knight has all the survivors have a unique skill, unlike DBD. So they have, um, they all have something unique that they can do. And hers is she gets a little. We haven't seen it in action, but I assume a little dead hard somersault yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah, it makes which, her immune to debuffs, which only protects her from debuffs. Which we, you know, we haven't played with her like just before we got on the podcast. We were like, oh, there's a new Prop Knight survivor. Like we had no yeah. idea, so we didn't yeah, even get a chance to look yeah. at her. Um, but for next week, I I will at least, if nothing else, try and play some Michelle. Yeah, I, yeah, will do I think I will, I will. I will do the same thing. I'll dive into prep. Oh, perfect. We can talk about it. Ooh, talk about it in more detail next. Yeah, let's do it. I mean, that's that's three new survivors and three new killers for prop night this year, I believe. Yeah, that's yeah. that's keeping pace pretty well with DVD, who does you know uh, four of each every year. But yeah. I, will, I will go on further and say like, it's less like the killers aren't breaking the game and stuff. Like I yeah. think, I think that because because as to what Doug was saying beforehand, how simple they are, yeah, makes them really effective. And at the same time, behavior like DVD's got so many different killers in it now. It's difficult to keep something simple and unique. Yeah. Like Wraith, Wraith goes invisible and has an M1. Like you know, Trapper has bear traps. You you can't. You need to add some complexity to it. Although Wesker's relatively simple, like. To understand, yeah, not I, like I know, like code wise, there's some clever stuff going on, obviously. But mm -hmm. like from an understandable perspective, like you can pick up Wesker and you very quickly know how to play him or play against him. The knight, there's a lot more cogs in the machine, and it's just a bit messy. Just speaking for me, my favorite killers to play in DBD are all like skill shot killers, like yeah. Huntress with the hatchets, Pyramid Head with the with the punishment of the damned attack. Um, I, I like playing killers with skill shots. So I like playing Wesker, and I I kind of wish that they would lean in a little more on that with their killers because Wesker, I think, is the only killer they released this year that has a skill shot. Knight's basically an M1 killer. You know, Sadako is basically an M1 killer. Uh, Dredge, Dredge was this year, right? Yeah, he's. Yeah, I mean, he can teleport to lockers, and he has the anti-loop ability, but you know. The majority of your damage. He doesn't have an M2 damaging attack, you know? Yeah. None yeah. of them do, except. Uh, I, yeah, like, Wesker, I, when I, so. I, did, I did my video about, like, which killers I thought were the most, the best designed. And, like, mm -hmm. I play a lot of Survivor, so, like, that changed it, changed my opinion a little bit. And a lot of them were, like, skill shot killers. I just love them. To play against yeah. them and playing as them is fun. Right. So, Huntress, Death Slinger, um, even the twins to an extent. Like, I put them a little lower down just because I. Yeah. But, like, the twins, like, Victor is very satisfying to hit Survivors with. Yeah, when you get, like, you don't have to get one of these insane linksy hits from the top of Dead Dog Saloon either. Mm. If you just get a hit with Victor through a window or over a pallet, like, you feel like a god in yeah, those moments. Yeah, it feels really yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so I, w I hope that they do more of that kind of type At of At the same thing. time, how many ranged weapons can you add for? It's like, oh, it's like Huntress, except... Eh. Yeah, people like, are going to do that anyways, though. Yeah. They said the same thing when they put Billy in. They're like, they'll never add Leatherface because he's got a chainsaw and Billy's got a chainsaw. I'm just, yeah. You'll never escape that. You know, everybody's going to compare everything. People compare DBD to VHS. Didn't even yeah. mention Trickster, but Trickster sucks. <laughs> yeah. What's what's a Trickster? I don't know. I think that's because it's like it's a machine well, gun, isn't it? It's like not as satisfying. Yeah. You don't feel it's, clever when you hit. You have to hit like six daggers. You throw like 40 out. You're like, oh, six Got hit. Got him. 
Yes! Got him. Got him. Dunked on. Yeah. Dunked Fight. on. Outplayed. As I, as I like to say when I play tricks, you're outplayed. Because you just... Yeah. <laughs> At a loop. And then he goes down. Like yeah. Zero yeah. counter. Zero counter play. It, like, out, outplayed, bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> No, I, I I don't like playing against Trickster, and I don't really like playing as Trickster. And I try to give him yeah. a good shot too, because I always thought people were a little too hard on Trickster. I was like, no, he's yeah. he's not that bad. He's kind of fun. And then I just I kind of gave up after a while. I was like, nah, there was a moment when he right. when he he first came out, he was all right, and then they changed something about him, which made I remember thinking, oh, he's good now. He's quite fun to play against. And then they buffed him, and then everyone stopped playing him. Because he was like yeah, well, not fun to play as or play against. Now everyone hates him. They they made him more balanced, but they kind of made him boring to play. Yeah, against and as as a result, I think it's kind of like I, kinda, I, yeah. I wasn't around for old Freddy, but from what I understand, before Freddy's revamp into what he is now, which I think we can all agree is kind of boring as shit. Um, before that, he was apparently like a really unique, weird killer. Um, I never yeah. got Which to play. I, I think back make then. him weird again. Make him weird. I again. never wanted. I never wanted the Freddy changes from the original. And he was. Everybody would say he's the worst killer in DVD. But I enjoyed his playstyle before. I thought he was fun. He was very unique. I will, yeah. yeah. I, I will take a weak, interesting killer. Because I'll play him. I love yeah. weird yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah. We know yeah. you do, Gary. <laughs> oh. It was like it yeah. was like he couldn't hit you unless you were in the dream world, right? Was yeah. So you started. You were in the dream world. They couldn't see you at all, and right. you were in the dream world. They would just hear the lullaby, and then you'd have to use your M two to pull them into the dream world, which had like a seven second timer. And so people used to call him seven second wraith because you know the same thing the wraith can do is uncloak and hit. You had to wait seven seconds to do it. Yeah. Um, and then there was like some miserable stuff. Like if you were you come up to somebody cleansing like your ruin totem and you you'd have to wait until they were in the dream oh, world to hit them. So you'd like put them in and you'd just be like, please get in here before. Yeah. And so it was. But again, like you you had no you couldn't see him at all. So he could like sneak around. You wouldn't know where he was coming from. You wouldn't see him till they pulled you in. So you could like do some fun plays where you like set up. Where you came you know, out of the dream world at, Matt? I'd love to change that a little bit. So that, you know, I would want to survive. You know how, like, in the films, they don't really know if they're awake or not? Mm. Mm. I'd love it if that, was the, if that was the case. Where you didn't quite know if you were asleep yet. Yeah. Like, I, like oh, yeah, yeah. So, like, when you first fall asleep, it's the game. Like, you could make it slowly transition to being grey and, like, having little clocks or whatever, like, you want to do to make it feel like dream world. Um, but it'd just yeah. be really cool to be like, oh, shit, Freddy's here. I didn't realize I was asleep. Yeah. yeah, you can make you can make survivors fall asleep over. You could play into the boring shit. The longer like you're doing generators, the quicker you fall asleep. I'm just fixing the generator. Yeah, it would like, be it would be more effective to have it gradual instead of just like everything's normal. That's you working on a generator, and then all of a sudden, yeah, yeah, for sure. Behavior. If you are listening and you want someone to help <laughs> oh, you refigure out Freddy. They're not listening. <laughs> they might. Tom might be. Oh, help. Me. I love game design. <laughs> Hire well, Gary so he shuts up about this, would you? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> we'll find somebody to replace him. I really want to like and... Freddy, but he just sucks. So it's such yeah. a satisfying lunge when you hit someone. He does a little hand sound. Oh, it sounds so good. Yep. He's just I think, terrible. I think that's about all we had, though. Like, yeah. We, talked about the new vhs and probably stuff we talked about the dvd screenshot for half an hour and yeah. <laughs> half, half the podcast in one screenshot and the field for the other half that's pretty good i think it's yeah. pretty solid yeah 
So kind, of a, kind of a quick episode, but um, we just didn't really have a whole lot to chat about. And um, yeah, imagine yeah. if we hadn't prattled on with a screenshot. We'd been like, oh, it's been half an hour episode. Huh. Bye, everyone. Like, and <laughs> Bye. It's twenty minutes. <laughs> I guess twenty minute episode today. <laughs> Season twelve, the speed run. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, thank you everybody for tuning in, and big thanks to my co-hosts here, Gary the Hot Cross. Hi. Using your full name instead of the blonde this time. I appreciate um, that. Thank you, co-MVP. And, and Doug, running man, thank you for joining us as our 13th straight recurring guest, I believe. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Will that record ever be beaten? We'll see. Is it a world <laughs> record? <gasps> I consider it a world record. Doug, yeah. another world record. Another world record. Another one, another one in the cap. <laughs> That's what I use my hat for, is for all my world records. <laughs> That's where you put them. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, yeah. Thank, thank you all for for tuning in, and we'll see you next week for season thirteen. Oh, is it Christmas? Yeah. Have a good Christmas, everybody. Oh, oh Merry oh, Christmas. Two weeks. Two weeks, maybe. Two weeks. Maybe we haven't yeah. talked we'll about see. it yet. We'll figure it out. We'll figure, we'll figure it out. out. Right, 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 Happy holidays. Bye. Happy holidays, everyone. Bye. Bye. <laughs>